In the headlines, members of the public will soon be able to report unlawful activities and make general inquiries when the city police department launches its three-digit toll-free emergency phone line next month. Health and law enforcement officials have commenced sensitization and preventative exercises on the impact of substance abuse in youth populations on Ireland. And the fate of approximately 50 employees of the St. Lucia Fish Marketing Corporation has been determined with the announcement that workers will be made redundant. Details coming up. TV, time for bed. Mom, please, just a little bit longer. If I repeat myself, there will be no TV in this house. Fine. <coughs> Mom, Dad, wake up. What? What happened? The TV, it's gone. Oh my gosh, we've been robbed. Yes, I was going downstairs to watch some TV and it was gone. See, I warned you, but you didn't listen. Magico Homeowners Insurance will provide you with peace of mind, knowing that your home and its contents are covered no matter what. Visit us online at Magico.com to find an agent near you. And now with the details of the news, I am Kiba Talium. The fate of approximately 50 employees of the St. Lucia Fish Marketing Corporation has been determined with the announcement that workers will be made redundant. Providing confirmation on the path moving forward, Corporation Chairman Timothy Green revealed to the St. Lucia Times that a process of self-examination has been undertaken by the facility for the past year before coming to the decision. According to Green, a bigger issue relates to some 400 fishermen that need an, an agency where they can sell their produce, can have their needs serviced, get paid on time, and have access to funds. Green spoke of a new policy direction in developing a new marketing entity that can better serve fishermen. In doing so, it would make the St. Lucia Fish Marketing Corporation redundant. Therefore, there would be a closure of that entity and all the necessary capital investment to create the new structure and governance that would include privatization and involvement of the cooperatives, he explained. Green noted that the objective would be to meet the needs of the fishermen who depend on the entity. We are going through the process. We would like to see that we close before the opening of the fishing season so that we can have enough time to do the necessary adjustments so we can move on with the business of the day, he told the Sandusha Times. 
Health and law enforcement officials have commenced sensitization and preventative exercises on the impact of substance abuse in youth populations on Ireland. First-year students within secondary schools nationwide are being educated on the immediate impact and consequences of substance abuse through a collaborative program between the Substance Abuse Unit and the Royal St. Lucia Police Force. Life Skills for Drug-Free Living program is aimed at providing students with the necessary skills to resist social media pressure to smoke, drink and use drugs. Acting Program Officer in the Substance Abuse Unit, Nadej Smith-Lambert, says this program is expected to develop greater self-confidence in students when making decisions about drug use. Even uh, media, you find that we have advertisements for alcohol and also for tobacco and other drugs. Now students are also seeing um, those messages that are sent out to adults and thinking that it's okay, if it's okay for adults it's okay for us minors. We want to clarify that it is not okay. Yes, it's a legal drug, but it is not okay for minors to be using any of the legal or illegal drugs. Um, so at the end of the program, they basically develop skills such as refusal skills, um, skills, self-control, self-esteem, racial self-esteem, to be able to say no when they see those messages, when they go out into the community and they are um, offered those substances. Sergeant in the Royal St. Lucia Police Force, Alex Morgan, says it is necessary that students are aware of the effects of drug use on their education and future development. We felt necessary um, for the safety of our children to understand the danger of drugs and the harmful usage of drugs, what it can do to them and how it can erode their, their futures as well. So we felt it necessary to work along with them to educate them as much as possible as to the, the dangers out there and what they can do to avoid themselves being caught in the trap of drug use and its abuse. Assistant Counselor at the Grosley Secondary School, Michelle Best, believes this program will lay a foundation for healthy decision-making among students as it relates to drug use. We're hoping that the students could use this information for themselves in making the correct decisions and also for the for their peers, um, to help guide the peers. Because we know most of the myths out prevalent in society is geared towards encouraging the students to use marijuana, to use drugs. So we hope that the students make the right decisions and we're hoping that they delay and also reduce the use of marijuana and other drugs. Assistant Counselor at the Grosley Secondary School, Michelle Best. The Life Skills for Drug-Free Living program is delivered to students in six classroom sessions. One man is nursing injuries following a collision along the Castries to Grosley Highway. Assistant Divisional Officer with the St. Lucia Fire Service, David Antoine, in providing the details of the emergency response to the incident, which occurred on the morning of January 4th, extended a note of caution to motorists. On Monday, February 4, 2019, at approximately 10 a.m., fire officers from the Grosley and Castries Fire Stations responded to a motor vehicle accident at Marisil near the East Wing Gap involving a flatbed and dumper trucks. On arrival at the scene, emergency personnel had to extricate the driver of the flatbed truck from the wreckage. He was assessed and treated on scene before being subsequently transported to the Tapio Hospital. Some of the injuries sustained were laceration to the right forearm and severe pain to the chest. The fire department would like to urge motorists to exercise due care and attention on the roadways to avoid these eventualities.
Assistant Divisional Officer with the St. Lucia Fire Service, David Antoine. The autistic community has marked the passing of one of their own with the death of artist Ron Seavery. The Guyanese artist, a long-time resident of St. Lucia, passed away at hospital yesterday morning. Friend to the late creator, author, and cultural activist Robert Lee commented on the contributions made to artistic development on Ireland throughout his career. Ron Seavery was a Guyanese artist who moved to St. Lucia many years ago, maybe as far back as the 70s. Those who follow Caribbean art would know Ron's name. He stands alongside some famous Guyanese artists, names of Aubrey Williams, Dennis Williams, Stanley Graves, many other people. He may not have been even well recognized as much as perhaps he should have been. He was certainly known here in artistic circles. And also he did a framing business. So if you had your portrait or your, your painting framed, he would do it for you. He was a talented artist. And I say, and his contribution would have been in encouraging other artists, um, contributing to exhibitions, and so on here in St. Lucia. A quiet man, but a man who was very concerned about Caribbean politics, Caribbean history, what was happening in the region, coming out of Ghana, in those turbulent uh, 70s. We've had a lot of stories about Ghana and the state of things in Ghana at that time. But in his own very quiet way, he would have made a contribution to the cultural artistic life of St. Lucia. I say, very quiet man. Um, if you didn't know about him, you didn't know him, he wasn't sort of in the headlines. I was fortunate to know him. When he first came here, I helped him put on art exhibitions. I sort of visited his studios um, fairly regularly, where we got on quite well. So it was a loss. I spoke to his wife yesterday, understood the circumstances of his, of his passing, and I wish to extend on behalf of our artistic community here in St. Lucia our condolences to his family. A practitioner in the arts from the late 1950s, Ron Savory produced work in many popular fine art mediums. He also served as a media practitioner throughout his lifetime following media work after BBC Training School in London during 1968. Efforts to alleviate issues of water quality within the community of Denry North have been given additional support by the Water and Sewage Company in Kwasco. The National Water Management Company recently marked the commencement of the Denry North Water Project Phase 2, which is for the hope to alleviate the long-standing issues expressed by residents with water quality. Communication and Marketing Officer at Wasco, Cherry Ann Williams, commented on the transition to the secondary leg of the initiative. That project um, was two-phased, and of course, if you can recall, the first phase ended in March of 2018, and of course we did have a ceremony pretty much like what we had on Saturday to finalize the project and to actually um, commission the project. Um, on Saturday, we went down to commission the second part of the project because of the fact that uh, phase one did not cater to all of the needs of the community of Denry. So you find that some people were still experiencing water quality issues. But now that we have commenced phase two, um, the intention is for residents there to experience quality water. According to Mrs. Williams, the expectation is that a resolution to issues expressed should be observed in the upcoming year. The project is funded partly by the government of St. Lucia, the government of Mexico, and the French government. And um, we expect that this project will last for a duration of one year. So come 2020, residents of January will be able to, to get clean, quality, portable water. And um, we expect that the project will address all of the water quality issues that the residents are currently facing.
Communication and Marketing Officer at Wasco, Cherry Ann Williams. Meanwhile, Member of Parliament for Denry North, Sean Edward, expressed satisfaction with the efforts to improve the service to residents. According to Mr. Edward, residents have indicated excitement at the eventual completion of the project. Wishes to the communities of Orion, Despin, Gadet, La Pelle, Aristos, Belmont, and Denny Riviere, um, he will be getting a reliable, clean supply of water. Um, part of this too is to expand the existing treatment plant at Tamazo, and in addition to that, there will be the construction of booster stations or pumping stations um, at strategic locations in the constituency, coupled with the construction of, of some water storage tanks. So in a personal capacity, because I live in the constituency and I suffer the water woes that my constituents suffer, um, this is welcome news. And also very importantly, as the parliamentary rep who has worked very, very hard to ensure that, that the water problems of the valley um, are solved once and for all, for me, the commencement of phase two is really, really good news. Um, we had a certain ceremony on Saturday, which was attended by a number of constituents, um, who also technical people from WASCO, the line minister for water resources, the Honorable Ezekiel Joseph was in attendance. Um, it was a very, very nice ceremony. It was held in a very, very nice atmosphere. And I think people generally are excited that um, some of the, the, the problems they've had to grapple with um, for almost 30 years, um, those problems have been addressed in a very real way um, once and for all. Member of Parliament for Denry North, Sean Edward. Almost 10 schools in St. Lucia are set to benefit from book donations from the non-profit organization Hands Across the Sea. More in this report from Alicia Ali. Hands Across the Sea is a non-profit organization dedicated to raising the literacy levels of children in the Eastern Caribbean. To date, the organization has partnered with the government and civil society to complete over 90 projects on island, reaching almost 30,000 children. Clara Paul is one of the literacy links for Hands Across the Sea in St. Lucia. She said she is encouraged by the strides that have been made thus far. Every year, Hands Across the Sea purchases tens of thousands of only new children's books from the publishers. All books are sent, all books sent are selected purposefully for the students in mind. We link with principals, teachers, and Peace Corps volunteers who are in some of the schools to get a wish list that we use to put the books together. In this project cycle, almost 10 schools will have in-house libraries with completely new books catering to every skill level and competency. Education officials say they are elated and encouraged by this development. We at the Ansari Primary School are extremely grateful this afternoon for the opening of the Ansari Primary School's library. This resource is of vital importance to the school in its quest to encourage and motivate pupils to read. I am hoping that with the opening of our school library today, that our students can continue in the quest to achieve even greater heights, as Honorable Derek Walcott himself would have said. We are going to read more. We are going to know more. We are going to explore more. And I am hoping also that makes us better people. 
The special education unit is always excited when members of civil society and the corporate community take an interest in supporting special education. My excitement is partly because sometimes it feels as if we in the special education family are engaged in the struggles all alone. It feels that way sometimes. But when you make a contribution to special education like you are doing today, and we are here to celebrate what you have contributed, you are showing us that you are standing with us, shoulder to shoulder. In addition to donating new books, Hands Across the Sea works with schools to create or rejuvenate lending libraries and partners with the schools to ensure the gains in literacy are sustained. The beneficiaries during this cycle are the Ancillary Primary School, the Fonse Jacques Primary School, Lady Gordon Opportunity Center, the St. Aloysius R.C. Boys Primary School, the Roblo Combined School, the Laquamingo Combined School, Diga Combined School, Beanfield Secondary School, and the Anthropo Secondary School. That report by Alicia Ali. Members of the public will soon be able to report unlawful activities and make general inquiries when the City Police Department launches its three-digit toll-free emergency phone line next month. Mayor Peterson Francis says the new service will permit city police officers to speedily respond to any incidents taking place within the city. According to the mayor, introducing such a new service is designed to reduce pressure on the official 999 system. Press and Communications Manager within the Office of the Mayor, Jason Hollingseed, commented on the upcoming launch. We are indeed very pleased that the City Police Department will soon launch its emergency hotline, and that is later this month. Uh, we know that some time ago the pronouncements were made by uh, Mayor Francis uh, where he indicated that you know, as part of improving the service that the city police offer within the city of Castries, uh, we would be implementing an emergency hotline, something similar to the official 999 system that, you know, persons, you know, over decades have been accustomed to. Um, it is a new system that will sort of make it easier uh, for the general public to share information with our city police department um, to report on you know unlawful activities taking place within the city of Castries to make general inquiries whether it is you know a robbery taking place um, any incidents you know they could call that three-digit uh, emergency phone line which is toll free and from that, our city police will be deployed to whatever area where any incidents are taking place. New service, of course, will also reduce the pressure on, on the, the 999 system. It will be available for hours a day, seven days a week to members of the public. According to Mr. Hullingseed, the hotline is not expected to present a conflict to ex existing helplines. I think that um, what what we could only do is is to try to improve safety and security within the city of Castries. So um, there is no concern about you know it competing with the 999 system because the 999 system um, we know is a system that has been used island-wide and for decades that system has been used so uh, this 
new service will only complement it and assist um, because where you have something, let's say something is taking place on Jeremy Street, right? Um, our city police is located right on, on Pena Street. So, you know, when that call comes in, you know, in a matter of, of, of minutes, you know, our city police will be deployed to, to certain areas within the, 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 the Castro's Basin. So it is not one where we see it as competing with the, with the traditional system. It is one which will complement it because it is part of not just, Mayor Francis is it not just part of, you know, looking at safety and security within the city of Castries, but looking at it on a national level in terms of assisting, you know, in, in, in that drive. Press and Communication Manager within the Office of the Mayor, Jason Hollingseed. Now to the regional developments brought to you with the kind compliments of Tire Zone. Getting brand new quality tires and rims for your vehicles have never been so easy. Tire Zone in the blue building next to the VG Roundabout sells tires for motorcycles for as low as $180. What? But that's not all. Tire Zone also stock tires for all types of vehicles including 13 inch for as low as $99, 14 inch Starting from 150, 15 inch starting at 185, 16 inch for as low as 195, and 17 inch starting from only $200. Why buy used tires when you can get quality brand new tires for such low prices at Tire Zone? Visit us in the blue building next to the VG Roundabout or call 452-1313-486-4459 or 724-5996. Again, 452-1313-486-4459 or 724-5996. Email us at tirezone.slu at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. This is the Carib Update News Service and reporting. I am Austin Crosby. Diana and St. Lucia abstain from statement of Lima Group advocating regime change in Venezuela. This is the big story we are tracking this hour on the AM edition of Newsbreak for Tuesday, February 5th, 2019. Details of this story and more straight ahead. Now for the details. Diana and St. Lucia have refused to join a call by the so-called Lima Group for opposition leader Juan Guado to be recognized as the president of Venezuela. Mexico is the third country refusing to join the U.S.-influenced push to have Nicolas Maduro removed. The Lima Group was set up in 2017 with the aim of helping to find a peaceful solution to the Venezuela crisis. In a statement, 11 of the 14 members of the Lima Group called for a change of power. Maduro, who has the backing of a number of countries including China and Russia, earlier warned that the country's deepening political crisis could spark civil war. Three leaders from the Caracom region are going to Uruguay this week for a conference on the Venezuela situation. St. Kitts Nevis Prime Minister Dr. Timothy Harris will lead the Caracom delegation to Uruguay for the meeting. Harris, who is the Caracom chairman, will be accompanied by his Barbados counterpart, Mia Motley, and the Trinidad and Tobago Prime Minister, Dr. Keith Rowley. 
Jamaica's opposition Senate leader Donna Scott Motley is urging the government of Jamaica to indicate who it recognizes as the president of Venezuela. Senator Scott Motley said the opposition understands the circumstances in which Foreign Affairs Minister Kamina Johnson-Smith on Friday delayed her statement to Parliament about Venezuela. As the leader of government business has indicated, she did speak to me today. And I do understand and appreciate the nuances that take place in uh, these kinds of discussions and negotiations. I would, however, like to say that having regard to recent developments, it makes it very urgent for the public to understand what is happening. Because on the one hand, President Maduro is being criticized. As the leader of government business has indicated, she did speak to me today. And I do understand and appreciate the nuances that take place in uh, these kinds of discussions and negotiations. I would, however, like to say that having regard to recent developments, it makes it very urgent for the public to understand what is happening. Because on the one hand, President Maduro is being criticized. His legitimacy is being challenged on the basis that there was democracy was not at work. Senator Scott Motley says it's important that Jamaica indicates whether it joins the United States in recognizing Juan Guado as the interim president of Venezuela. For the public to see the approbation, the recognition of the leader of opposition in these circumstances is confusing and troubling. And I think there needs to be some clarity brought to that because it sets a bad precedent altogether. And I'm sure at the appropriate time, the leader will explain to the public it is vital that it be done at the earliest possible opportunity. The UK government plans to restart deportation charter flights to Jamaica as early as this week have been attacked as brutal and a scandal by leading Labour politicians. The Home Office said a flight to the island will take off in the coming weeks, carrying out the enforced removals of foreign national offenders. About 50 people could leave as soon as Tuesday, according to reports. They are said to include people who came to the UK as children and parents with British children. The charter flight will be the first since March 2017, before the Windrush scandal when it emerged dozens of people had been wrongly deported from the UK by the Home Office. David Lamy, the Labour MP for Tottenham, said the deportation charter was an insult to the victims of the Windrush scandal. This is Newsbreak from the Carib Update News Service. In more news, a 16-year-old girl in Trinidad is reported to have committed suicide after her mother took away her mobile phone after finding out that she had been posting revealing photographs on social media. The Trinidad Express newspaper reported Monday. It said that the incident occurred on Saturday when the teenager drank a poisonous substance at her home in Whalerfield, East Trinidad. The paper reported that a container with a green liquid was found in the bedroom. The mother told police that she had taken away her daughter's cell phone after relatives discovered she had been posting revealing photographs on social media. The child was rushed to the Arima Health Facility where she was pronounced dead. This has been another edition of Newsbreak from the Carib Update News Service, the Caribbean's Newsroom. Reporting, I am Oslin Crosby.
tires and rims for your vehicles have never been so easy. Tire Zone in the blue building next to the VG Roundabout sells tires for motorcycles for as low as one hundred and eighty dollars. What? But that's not all. Tire Zone also stock tires for all types of vehicles, including thirteen inch for as low as ninety nine dollars, fourteen inch starting from one fifty, fifteen inch starting at one eighty five, sixteen inch for as low as one ninety five, and seventeen inch starting from only two hundred dollars. Why buy used tires when you can get quality brand new tires for such low prices at Tire Zone? Visit us in the blue building next to the VG Roundabout or call 452-1313-486-4459 or 724-5996. Again, 452-1313-486-4459 or 724-5996. Email us at tirezone.slu at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. To end the news, a recap of the headlines. The fate of approximately 50 employees of the St. Lucia Fish Marketing Corporation has been determined with the announcement that workers will be made redundant. Health and law enforcement officials have commenced sensitization and preventative exercises on the impact of substance abuse in youth populations on Ireland. And members of the public will soon be able to report unlawful activities when the city police launches its three-digit toll-free emergency phone line next month. This has been the Midday News Edition. I am Kiba Talium. Stay tuned for News Spin coming up next.